Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Want to teach your kids financial literacy, but not sure where to start? Greenlight can help. With Greenlight, parents can keep an eye on kids' spending and saving, while kids and teens use a card of their own to build money confidence. As a parent, you can send instant money transfers, set up chores, automate allowance, and more. It's a convenient way to run your household, customized to your family's needs, and the easy way to raise financially smart kids. Get started with Greenlight today and get your first month free at greenlight.com ACAST. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. You're listening to Petty Little Things with your hosts, Victoria Secret and Davina Divine. Hi, Hi everyone. everyone. Welcome to Howdy well, Little Things. This is Davina Divine. And this is Victoria's Secret. I almost forgot my name. I was like, what's going on? Captivity is getting uh, to me. Absolutely. And I feel like I woke up today. I was like, I didn't know what day it was. I've, as I was saying to you, I'm trying to sleep during the day and kind of, kind of a bit of a night owl anyway, mm-hmm. just to pass the time. So it seems to be working. Uh, well, I, you're I sleeping all day and awake all night, right? Yeah, well, like, not all day. Like, I'm actually only kind of sleeping for, like, four or five hours. But I'd normally sleep that kind of much anyway. Like, I'm not a big, like, I, I obviously would sleep if I had the time. But, like, I am I can go with, like, four or five hours, even well, less, probably. Listen, actually, definitely less. <laughs> girl, while you've been doing that, I have been sleeping beauty. I am sleeping from 1 a.m., I'd say, until about, ooh, like, at least midday. So I'm getting a good 11 hours a night at the moment. I look uh, gorgeous. Yeah, did you know, I actually have noticed it's like definitely I feel like very refreshed. It's it's a little bit like a rehab, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> are you I sober? Like, you are sober, I, right? Yeah, I feel like I'm drying out. <laughs> yeah, me too. I haven't drank in uh, ooh, like nine days now. I had a couple of glasses of West Coast Cooler at the weekend. I re-pushed <laughs> the boat out. Excuse me, so. you had a couple of glasses of what? West Coast Cooler. Uh, West Coast Cooler. Is your name Ashling? Are you from? Um, uh, let me see. I can't, where is Ashling from? Stillorgan. Stillorgan. <laughs> it's actually Sersha from Dundrum. Oh, hi, hi, Sersha. Hello. Uh, yeah, no. So I'm actually living for a drink, and I'm living for like just a bit of a night out. But I'm not going so crazy, and so far so good. Like. I found the weekend particularly hard, to be honest. I was doing really well midweek, but then the weekend rolled around and I was like, oh my God, I was lepping to get to a gay bar, lepping to get really fucked up and make bad choices, and I could do none of it. Well, to be honest, I kind of felt the opposite, to be honest. I feel like I really needed this break. Like, I had been planning to go away or do something. And you know, I'm like a workaholic and I don't like really traveling, so... Mm -hmm. I, one of the many holics that you are. Yeah, this is actually one of the perfect things because, uh, like, I'm suffering from no FOMO because nothing else is going on. It stopped me to force. I've been totally caught up in my sleep, caught up on all my TV shows. It's kind of been a bit of a blessing in disguise for me. And I know it's a terrible situation, but you got to make uh, the best of a bad situation. Oh, girl, I made the biggest spaghetti bolognese for um, dinner (laughs) and I'm so uncomfortably full. Like, I never cook, so I don't really know about, like, the portion sizes and stuff like that. Well, I'd say your plates are huge. How (laughs) dare you? (laughs) That was a vicious rumour that was started. (laughs) And come here, what have you been spending, what have you been doing with your time? Like, what have you been catching, what have you been watching, what have you been, like, filling your days with? 
I mean, I don't know. Okay, I watched Self Self Made on Netflix, which is um, which was brilliant to be honest. Octavia Spencer, and I think uh, it's it's basically like about um her character C J Walker, who was the first ever female millionaire uh, black person who oh, right. yeah, and um, it all through making her own hair care line, and it was it was pretty oh. fun. Did you watch that? No, no. Do you know? I think I've I think I saw a documentary about that about like. Was she one of the first black ladies to actually do a hair care line? I think so. Well, like in it, she was a rival. Like it was her against this other woman. And I was loving that as well. Um, yeah, the Tiger King documentary. Have you seen that? No, but I saw like the, um, the, like the ad for it. And he, like he has multiple husbands or something. Yeah, it's absolutely fascinating. Like, it's only kind of come out, I think, like, in the last week or so. So do check it out. He's this, uh, like, gay hick, like, from, like, middle America. I think it's, like, Oklahoma. Okay. But it has everything. And it says, like, mullets, murder, like, debauchery. Like, it's everything. It's just, like... And each episode, you just it just keeps giving you more and more. It's fascinating. Why do people with mullets like murdering people? Like, what's and why going have on they, there? Why have they no teeth? Like, they always have no teeth. What the <laughs> fuck is that about? Like, and I know as you kind of watch it, like, you realise, like, a lot of them had, like, crack problems and stuff. And crack apparently attacks your teeth and your mouth. So that explains a lot of it. But, like, every, nearly every fucking person documentary had no teeth. Like, really bad no teeth. And I'm like, if you were missing those teeth, is it just that the healthcare is so expensive in the States that people just can't go and get that sorted? I don't know. But also, like, like for real, sort out your mouth brush your teeth why are people yeah. avoiding brushing your teeth it's so important do you ever like <laughs> go on a date with someone and you didn't get to see their teeth before you arrive in the date and then all of a sudden they smile at you well uh, you say smile but really it's terrifying and uh, you're like oh my i can't kiss that mouth there's no oh way. my god you know it's not so bad even if they had like a couple of back teeth because they could clip in one of those clip-in veneers <laughs> like that wouldn't be so bad i think those veneers are horrible <laughs> as well like you know when somebody's using them and it's like they're too big in their mouth and they're like wah, 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 wah. well I think most people that actually get um, those veneers put in, especially like the turkey teeth, I call them. <laughs> you know, oh, like yeah. when you go to turkey, you get turkey, turkey teeth. Get your teeth. Like sometimes, like it's because they they just basically fill your mouth with like the the porcelain, so it's actually like your mouth actually puffs out and gets bigger. Yeah. So unless you have sorted out your like had braces and stuff before, and your your gums and your bones are in the right place, it's just fucking loads of porcelain into your mouth. It's it's not a good look. A good but dish, yeah, a good porcelain a good dish. dish in your mouth. So yeah, so I was watching this the uh, the Tiger King, and it was. But did you ever see a documentary? There's another one called The Cat Dancers. I saw that one. That? Yeah, yeah, I that, saw that is one. fucking amazing. It only brought back that show to me. So if, you, if any of you are looking for a good documentary, watch Cat Dancers. Yeah. It was by HBO. And I saw it today. It's actually on YouTube. So you can check it out. It's fucking brilliant. It's about these two kind of like, you know, Vegas kind of like husband and wife um, entertainment kind of like they dance in, say, with Vegas, like with their tigers uh-huh. and all kinds of mad shit. And he's clearly like... Well, let's just say a homosexual. I knew, yeah. I was trying to remember. I knew there was a gay in there somewhere, and I was like, "Yeah, what was it's that? just scandalous." Like it's and it's got, again, it's got like animals, fucking, you know, entertainment, Vegas. It's very fucking, very insane. So but, was Tiger King good? Yeah. Oh, it's really good, and so it got me onto that weird, like you know, those tiger shows and stuff like that. Do you remember your man Sigfield and Roy? Did you ever see them? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my god, they were like a gay gay lovers that had the tigers and I was looking at pictures of them today because I was trying to find the cat dancer documentary uh-huh. and oh my god, your man's facelift, like his surgery that he had is clearly like, you know, Liberace style, like yeah. it's incredibly bad facelift surgery, it's fucking hilarious. <laughs> were you mad jealous? Uh, well, like, I'd say he was like, it's hard to kind of put an age on him, but it was he was very stretched. I was actually thinking of um, our good friend Kerry Hannafy, and oh. she was she was talking about those dodgy people getting dodgy facelifts, and we were having a good laugh about it. So, hi Kerry, if you're listening. <laughs> not <laughs> I, that she does, not that she does say it was just that uh, we were talking <laughs> about it. No, Jesus, it's um, we were just talking about people that have really bad work yeah. done. No, 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 we love Kerry. I go in and get all my bits done in there. Um, and as well, Davina, today came uh, the Disney Plus app is out. I'm mid oh through Sister Act at the moment, honestly. Did you sign up? Great. Well, no, I'm a thrifty queen, so there's a seven-day free trial. So at the moment, okay. I'm going to like use and abuse the seven-day tri- free trial. After that, I might develop a new email address and get another seven days out of them. Oh, that's very good. <laughs> they used to give like a month. So they've obviously cottoned, cottoned on to the oh, fact yeah. that people are like milking the system. But I had a look at that today and I have to say, 
I don't know why anyone would fucking sign up to that because it's basically like watching fucking Christmas TV uh, like on demand. There's oh. nothing fucking decent on those fucking streaming sites. Like I wouldn't mind paying for those sites if they were giving you like movies that you were just literally fresh out of the cinema or like these fucking Netflix, they hardly have fucking anything on them, like anything decent. The documentaries and the stuff that Netflix is actually doing is actually the more fun stuff. Yeah, yeah. You're more such a moany old bitch to you know that. <laughs> but it's just like, come on, like you could fucking see all that shit online for free. Why would you sign up to watch fucking Sister Act? Do you know what I mean? Like I've seen that about fucking two billion times. Oh, I and love it. And Bedlabs and Broomsticks YouTube. is on it as well. Oh, I can't yeah, but... be dealing with all that illegal streaming and stuff. I'm just shy. No, it. it's all there fucking for the take. And why would you pay to fucking watch all that regurgitated shit? I don't know. Well, speaking of which, <laughs> we're doing a live episode, uh, our first ever live episode, which will be later today. Now, I know this is coming out on a Thursday. Our live episode is going out on Thursday night. And I'm saying this at the start of the episode because some of y'all bitches might not make it through the whole episode today. So just in case you're listening right yes. now, tune in later from 9 p.m. And uh, and join us because we're both getting into drag in our sitting rooms. Davina, how how do you feel about being in drag in your sitting room at home? Like, has that something you've been in drag before? I don't think. Uh... Well, I've had loads of parties at home like over the years, True. so I'm well used to being in drag at home. Uh, it's just not when the camera will be rolling. Oh. So that's kind of that's kind of unusual. Do you think uh, but feel I'm actually like... looking forward to it. Oh, me too. I'm dying to get into drag. Oh, also, I'm dying to shave. I'm so itchy. I can't wait to shave. Oh, I had to shave as well. I just, I couldn't last any longer. I think I was developing like whiskers, like one of those fucking tigers in Tiger King. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, I was not feeling that. It's not for me. Sorry. I'm gone. I've quit being masked for mask. I'm back to being masked to mascara. (laughs) (laughs) And I can't wait to get a wig on my head as well. Like I, like I have gorgeous new hair that I'm going to wear on Thursday. Are you going to wear all of those wigs? No, no. I actually have a different wig that Chanel did for me. And, uh, Oh, it's gorgeous. Like, oh, Do you know, I have to say, I was I was just talking to a friend earlier on and I was looking around and there's definitely things I have to do at home. Like, there's definitely, I could do it like a little bit of a clear, a little bit of a tidy up. Same. I'd definitely be styling some wigs. Do you think I've done any of that in the nine <laughs> days I've been in quarantine? No. What have I been doing? I've been literally glued to my phone, making fucking Photoshop mansion pictures <laughs> and, and fucking literally in group texts with people constantly, just literally like... Of fucking contacting people like there's no tomorrow I'm full on isolation procrastination like absolutely oh, 100% me. like I have a wardrobe that I can't fit any more clothes into at the moment and I swore because they're so big shut your face I swore <laughs> that I was going to do a big like you know drop off to the oh. charity shop I haven't even I've just still been wedging clothes in there like well the charity shops are closed anyway so that's that, that can wait till another few weeks. <laughs> it's terrible. It's like you always complain about you having no time and like, oh, I'll get around to that someday. And then when you're literally sitting there on your hole, it's like you don't get anything done. It's so fucking clear. It's so typical, isn't it? Oh, like I am a procrastinator in general, but like this is not helping. Like I think I need a routine to actually get off my hole and fucking do stuff. Yeah, that's all. Like I don't like regimented way of things, but I like my own little routine. Uh-huh. And I don't know. I like. I feel good now, so I don't know how long I can last in this kind of like limbo land. I suppose. Kind right. of like. Well, come here. Listen, when everyone and their auntie is going live on the Instagram with the drag shows, like it, everything's getting very interesting at the moment. I, you're probably not as aware of this, but a lot of the drag race girls are doing like these live shows. Oh, you've sent me some links to right? some of the stuff. Yeah, okay, I've seen now, some of those. And also, uh, I've seen some just random people hopping on live, which is like a little excessive, to yeah. be honest. Well, I get it in America because the girls really like they do rely on tips. So they seem to be still making like some sort of like decent living. And I do get that. But girl, some of the drag race girls that have signed up to do these one woman shows from their sitting rooms. I am going to be a little bit shady here now because I've worked with lots and lots of girls and some of them can't even string one sentence together after they perform. Do you know what I mean? Like that little like, hi, Dublin, how are you? Like that's a real struggle. And I'm going, how is this bitch going to do like a 30, 45 minute, 60 minute show on her own in her sitting room? I, I feel like buying a ticket just to see what the fuck they do. Well, I think that's what, that's kind of really becoming apparent, I've noticed as well, because there's a lot of just queens hopping on this. It's like, because all the bars and stuff are closed, they're just thinking, oh, I'll just go online and everyone's just going to watch. And it's like, just because you're in drag doesn't mean you're actually interesting. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Or you, yeah. have, or you have something to say. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's, it's, it's kind of bringing out a lot of 
weirdos, to be honest, if you don't mind me saying. Uh-huh. It's like I've been seeing a couple of people kind of going live and I'm like, you wouldn't normally go live. And yeah, it's just... Not for me. Well, I'm excited because because our online episode is not going to be available anywhere else except for people watching it live, which means I've never kind of said any shady things about people that I've worked with over the years. Like, I'm pretty good like that. You're a little bit, you teeter on the edge. And well, I am going to be honest. I'm going to be so honest. Yeah. I have two really honest stories that I'm going to be like, okay, just between us and whoever's watching this live right now, I'm going to let loose. Yeah, and it's like, there's nothing, like, it's not like you're being bitchy or whatever. It's actually just, like, telling the truth. Like, if someone's a fucking arsehole, then say it. Like, and we all have off days. That's totally yeah, fine. But, but if, if and somebody can, you know, we've all done it where we turn around. We can be, like, rude or whatever in a moment. But it's, like, how we are kind of all the time. And if, if you, they're constantly rude to to lots of different people, then they're an asshole. Yeah. Well, I've had, I, like, one of the people that I'm going to mention, like, this must have been an off week then because I spent the whole like yeah. week with them and I was like oh see that's yeah that's the worst I'm looking forward to that I love a good kind of honest shady story because people don't get to see that stuff yeah and I and know that's the stuff that people want to know and you have definitely got some like celeb stories oh I've got some with. I've met some fucking nutcases over the years so I'll be telling a few of those stories on the podcast so we're also going to be giving away some prizes some tickets to our live uh, first actually it's our first live digital virtual in your living room podcast that we're going to be doing this Thursday. So if you want to come and have a drink and have a little bit of a bop with us, we're going to be asking you just for uh, to share a little bit of information with us. So what are we asking them to, for, to give us, Victoria? Well, I definitely encourage the drinking at home thing while, while you're joining us for the episode. And also, all we need from you is just to DM us with an excuse you've used to knock out something. So was it your friend's wedding? Was it a day in work that you needed off and they weren't going to give it to you off? What excuse did you use? And on, honestly, the maddest excuse, we want to hear them. Like, the madder, yeah. the better. We're going to pick an excuse each. So each person is going to win uh, a ticket, an a exclusive ticket to one of our podcasts. Is it exclusive? You, it is exclusive because it's it's passworded and encoded. Yeah. So if you can't make this one, we are probably going to be doing another one. So if you don't get this one, we'll get you again. So yeah. if you can just either DM us on, on Instagram. Uh, your ex- your best excuse, your funniest and your juiciest excuse, or you can email us at pettylittlethingspod at gmail.com. Amazing. Amazing. Okay, well, that was what we've been up to, which is basically not a whole lot, girls, because we've been locked up inside, like, uh, prisoner cell block H. And coming up um, very shortly, we have the amazing Leslie Roy, who was Ireland's uh, Eurovision 2020 entry. And unfortunately, Eurovision has been cancelled this year. So Leslie won't be going to Rotterdam to represent us. But we did get her into the studio for a brief little chat. And we had a great little natter, didn't we, girl? We did. Like, firstly, I was so excited about this entry. So I'm gutted that she's not going. But, it was such a great song. Yeah. And it was the first one I've been really excited about in a while. I just felt like we'd got it really right this year um, I know but and she was so amazing so lo- such a lovely girl I really wish the best for her I hope hopefully she can come back and do it for us next year oh my god that would be amazing for sure I'm curious to see because obviously she'll, she has a whole year to work on something so maybe it'll and be even she has amazing back catalogue as well she's, a, she's an amazing songwriter and if anyone could do it Leslie can do it yeah I think so I, I heard, did you see the reaction of gays all over when um, Eurovision was announced as being cancelled it was literally like, oh everyone was so upset it's like the World Cup for gays like it really is like a big oh, deal for us totally and like that's it's not the only thing that's been cancelled like the Olympics has been cancelled uh, uh, so there's lots of events and like you know McDonald's is closed girl McDonald's is cancelled oh my McDonald's. god like Poor chicken Ronald's. nuggets Chicken nuggets are gone off the menu. Like, what am oh I supposed God. to live on? Golden nuggets. There'll be no more uh, Mac breakfast delivered to you. Did you see weeks. the queue outside McDonald's on the last day that they were open? I did. Who the fuck is queuing outside? I don't like, know. seriously. Um, but we have Leslie coming up, and yeah, let's see what she's got to say. Hi everybody, we are joined with a very, very special guest. We have Ireland's Eurovision 2020 entry. The lovely Leslie Roy is here with us. Ooh, Friend of the show. Friend of the show. Hi Leslie, how are you? I'm very good. Thanks for having me on. We were having a little bit of chat before we start recording, so I had to kind of uh, curb myself because I had loads of questions that I wanted to ask. So, right. Well, we should say straight off, we are huge Eurovision fans. So this is a major moment for us, even just to have you on the pod. Yeah. And we're super excited about the song as well. 
it's Same. brilliant. Come here, when did you record the song first? Because I know there was it was shrouded in secrecy for a long time. I recorded in a bunker in Nashville that no one was allowed to hear about. <laughs> did you really? No, no, I'm kidding. I mean, well, actually, his studio was kind of like a bunker. It's in a basement, but it's gorgeous. Um, so I recorded it. It's a couple years old now. Um, I had it. I'm, I'm like professional songwriter. Yeah, so yeah. I, I do Nashville, LA, New York, and whenever uh-huh. I can get back here. And that was just one that I've kind of had in my back pocket okay. for a minute. And it never seemed to like find Fit a somewhere. home. Okay. Yeah, like few people recorded it. It always sounded a bit whatever. Yeah. And then there was going to be for a film, but it was kind of driving me like a little bit mad. You know, when you just, just have a project yeah. that keeps like chipping away at you, what, yeah. what are you going to do with me? What are you going to do with me? And then I'm like yourselves, I'm a massive Eurovision fan. Yeah. Yeah. So I kind of thought there when I saw the RTE, like we want a song, you know, for the Eurovision, I said, well, Jesus, I wonder could this be this a home yeah, and yeah. I wonder would Ireland yeah, get yeah, it yeah. Mm-hmm. it's quite different than anything we've sent like am I always a little bit too far off the mark for you know we've sent a lot of acoustic and like yeah, very yeah. singer song or songs we've been a bit kind of experimental over the, the last few years yeah. and and it's kind of hard to know what's going to land or what's going to work completely and I think that's okay yeah, to experiment yeah. I mean I think we have to with the Eurovision yeah. I was saying yesterday it's moving so fast mm-hmm. with what works that I think Grand RTE, we've tried different things, but I sent it anyway, and I think the they had like a few different panels this year. So I think the general panel per each person was "Story of My Life" kept coming through. Okay, so I kept kind of seeping through all of the the songs that they had. So then they called. So "Story of My Life." So when did yep. you write the song? So yeah, two, about two years. Two ago years ago. Yeah, yeah. And what was I going to say to you? So, um, like originally, where had you seen that song? Kind of where were you sending it out to, or where who had had anyone fab recorded I it? I heard or? a rumor that it almost ended up at Kelly Clarkson. Was that true? There was talks of that. Yeah, oh. yeah, there was talks of that. Um, but again, I think the conversation around that, and I agreed with her, is that it's not her so- life. Yeah. Uh-huh. She was like, I really think this is Leslie's song. And that was yeah. kind of a comment we kept getting. Okay, so love that though. That's, yeah, that's kind yeah. of cool. And that's all. Because the song is basically about kind of being yourself and kind of like just yeah. you doing you basically. Completely. Isn't it? And yeah. it like, yes, it is my life. But why I do think it's universal is that everybody goes through mm. difficulties. We all have our ups and downs. It's not just me in the music industry. Mm-hmm. Like we all have to kind of pick ourselves back up again and dust ourselves off and I think if everybody can kind of speak to their own story yeah. that's why this song is I think great and I think as well the, with the Eurovision because Eurovision has such like a big like LGBT yeah. following like mm. and I just think it's like the lyrics are just like I can I could almost hear it on the night like the buzz in like in it's in Rotterdam isn't yeah. it so buzz in Rotterdam is going to be amazing yeah. I could, you could almost hear it and you could hear like the gays just going wild but also it, so. the nice part of it is you wrote this song yeah. it's yes. about your experiences yeah. whereas a lot of the time that hasn't been the case no it it's hasn't somebody singing someone else's song completely like yeah. even was it two years ago when Ryan went obviously we had that amazing music video yeah. but yeah. still like there was a gorgeous nod to the LGBT community Completely. but also it wasn't his story at the same and time and he was not actually gay either so it was right. like it's, it's something like when you, we were performing at my show there recently like it was very emotional I could feel very. it like, yeah. I really like, I, and I said so we were talked for the past few months about yeah. how to release this and what mm. would be the best fit in Ireland and I was hands down very adamant that we had to go over to the George Yeah, like that obviously there's yeah. Eurovision fans all over Ireland mm-hmm. but look within the gay community oh, gotcha. there's an awful lot Absolutely. so I had to release it there and after I did sing it yeah. I was very I, know, I was very I, emotional someone I threw that it. flag on the stage yeah. And I was like yeah. running she was, around. She well, was she was like a really like you know a fav Conor McGregor. <laughs> she was like there with the flag. I always think fabulous. Eurovision is like the gay world cup if that makes oh, sense. It is. So it's yeah. like we take it so seriously. Yeah. So serious. But like your um like this whole thing was so secretive that my friend was your makeup artist for the video and even he oh, wouldn't tell me Aiden. who it was. I was like Aiden, tell me who it is. Just tell me now because like I need I to know. I know everyone signed like non-disclosure <laughs> yeah. agreements and like you know airtight. We're keeping it real secret. Yeah. I was like, are we keeping this too secret now? Now I'm no. Over- I think it, it, I think it, it played in perfectly. Yeah. yeah, but I think also the song is coming at a perfect time because like the Pussycat Dolls have come back with like yeah. great pop music. Lady Gaga's new song is like a huge like nod yeah. to her really strong pop music and like Dua Lipa. It seems like there's a resurgence in like mm. classic pop, and that seems to capture that kind of Carly Rae Jepsen moment right. as well. I'm such a big fan of the well, song. Thank God, because I live in that pop bubble. I have. Yeah. So you mentioned like yeah. Lady Gaga, and um, mm. so she finally did. A session with Max Martin, right? Yes. So he produced this. So I spent like oh, wow. two years writing with my album new, with Max. With this new album? Um, this new song, you know, Stupid oh, yeah, Love. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. Max Martin wrote um, 
wow. co-wrote, I should say, and produced that one. And it has that very kind of driven synthy pop That's thing. Amazing. That yeah. was very like much um, on top forty like ten years ago, yeah, which is right. what a lot of people are saying about Star in My Life. Yeah. But that was like specifically, I did that specifically to give it a nostalgic yeah. pop yeah. feeling, a classic pop. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Brilliant. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, well, we we're like we're big pop charts. Like we love it. Like so. When anything, I was just so delighted because you know I could feel the hype coming on. I was yeah. like, oh please, God, make it be like a pop banger because yeah. you know, especially when it was at my show and so I was like trying to get behind something that you were a bit like, oh, right. I'm not right. sure about this. And at the George's, we like we screened the Eurovision, and it the gays get so behind it. Yeah. yeah. So to have something that actually you can genuinely get behind right. is like a godsend. Because we were both awake when the song came out. And we were yeah. like texting each other, going, <laughs> okay, you need to go listen to this. Okay, I'm gonna go listen to this, yeah. and it was kind of like, oh, thank God. <laughs> there was a, like a genuine sigh of relief across yeah, Dublin yeah. I think on Thursday morning like, oh, well it's up tempo she's gay it's a yeah. real story we can sing along so there was a few beads of sweat I yeah. think poor Philly McMahon had to dust himself off on Thursday absolutely because Philly had actually said to me even he was like he's like oh yeah no I think it'd be a good drag song you know like I wonder and then I yeah. think you know because sometimes people can just say that because they're like oh yeah, yeah it'd be, that'd be a great song for you in drag and you're like mm, no. I don't know about that but it actually is a banger good. so yeah, yeah, you yeah. totally could see someone totally. do it for good, sure good, good, good. and come here Max Martin produced your like your first album yeah. right yeah. yeah so tell us a little bit actually about your beginnings in the music and like how did you because you're like from Balbriggan yeah and how did you end up like it getting involved with all this madness over yeah, with the someone states who's with, like, like, someone who's worked with Britney Ariana yeah. Taylor how does that like, all happen Katie, yeah. that's pretty insane well yeah from Balbriggan um, I worked all I've been in the music in the industry whatever yeah. that is um, since I was a kid so I got my first little deal here when I was like 14 when I was wow. still in secondary school so I got a pub deal and basically I would go back and forth from Balbriggan and Dublin in studios just writing and writing and writing and writing and recording yeah. trying to get a deal um, another deal the goal yeah. was always to try and maybe get something out of the states yeah so eventually after I did my leaving and I got signed to Sive, a Jive? Sony Sive. and Jive. Yeah. So it's a yeah. new label, no one's heard of. Um, I got signed to Jive and Sony. Just where like Britney, Britney was on Jive, wasn't yeah. she? She was, yeah. So and actually, Steps. Yeah, and Steps. I think they were, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Another little fun fact. We got to love Step. Um, so yeah, actually Jeff Fenster, who signed Britney, he came over to Dublin for the showcase. So I signed with Jive and then basically I went straight over to Stockholm and I met Max. And How old were you at this time? That would be about 19. Oh wow! Yeah. How rude, Davina. How so, bloody no, rude! No, I'm just trying to. I'm just trying to. I'm just trying to kind of time. time no, yeah, yeah, no, completely. And people I, are like, "Where the fuck was she? Where did she uh-huh. go? Here I am." Yeah. So that was. It's, it's an amazing story. Like to 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 go from you know a, like a little girl in Balbriggan to this is it's massive. You're dealing yeah. with the biggest music heads in the world. Like yeah, no, it was it was a huge deal, and like getting to work with Max and you know he executive producing the whole album, and I really kind of and I'm trying to go back to like as much pop music conversation as I can because Mm. I really studied how to write a smash, a banger with him. Like he's Mm. written some of the best songs over the past 20 years and I really kind of learned how to do that with mm. him so I wrote that album I went back to I moved to New York basically yeah. came out yeah. met Lauren got married released this album and then started touring over the states and I had like so a, not yeah. that much going on really now yeah it was like 21 <laughs> how about I just do everything in one year holy yeah. fuck and can I just ask to be a little bit personal so yeah. you came out when you moved to America was it yeah and you, you know, weren't ready to do the whole Irish coming out thing no and I kind of it just dawned on me in a very weird setting like doing the late late the other night when I was sitting on the couch with with the lads and Ryan was like and here's your wife and I was like wow did I wait obviously everyone knew I was gay or whatever Uh and my family knew but it was felt like this weird because I'd skipped that and gone to New York and I just called everybody I was like how am I like I'm gay like from New York (laughs) and then like now I'm back see you later see you later and then I he said that on the late late not that I was afraid or anything but I was like this feels like some weird reverse well, coming out of, I, moment. I, I think right. it's like we're, we all grow up with the Late Late Show and it's something yeah. a bit like, it's very, I'd say that very cathartic and also a bit surreal because mm. yeah. you're sitting there kind of going like, you know, your, your granny, your granddad, like all your family would yeah. watch yeah. the Late Late yeah. you're sitting there going, yes, gay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was so weird. I can't, I can't figure out the words for it, but it was interesting. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, yeah, met Lauren, came out, I did that and then the, uh, sing, the single was going like top 40 and then the deals kind of fell apart overnight okay okay um, so that took me like a the, little that song, while um, the lead song charted all over Europe from yeah. what I could see like, yeah. and like really good chart positions so really good yeah uh, no we had su- we had success right. with it yeah. that must have been really fr- hiring for your small business if you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn you're looking in the wrong place that's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank 
LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Want to teach your kids financial literacy but not sure where to start? Greenlight can help. With Greenlight, parents can keep an eye on kids' spending and saving, while kids and teens use a card of their own to build money confidence. As a parent, you can send instant money transfers, set up chores, automate allowance, and more. It's a convenient way to run your household, customized to your family's needs, and the easy way to raise financially smart kids. Get started with Greenlight today and get your first month free at greenlight.com slash ACAST. Frustrating to see that, though. It was it was strange. Um, it was look. I'll be. I struggled with mad anxiety and oh, depression for a little bit after that right. because I'd put like from fourteen on. Yeah. You create like a character, like yeah. any character that you create. I'd put all my self worth into whatever this Leslie Roy was yeah. artist in America, like mm. trying to make it for Ireland and trying to come out with this huge pop yeah. album, mm-hmm. and then it just overnight disappeared Mm -hmm. obviously people have way worse problems but it did take me a minute to kind of recover after that and I just started writing for other people then Mm -hmm. I was like well the only thing I can kind of do right now is keep writing Mm -hmm. and you put so much work into that as well so you would have kind of that must have been so deflating I was it was nuts yeah yeah, it was your whole life like at that exact point it really was and not to keep coming back to the story of my life but a big thing that's underneath this song is mental health and depression Mm -hmm. and I do think like what I've had to learn over the past 10 years is to actually discuss issues and problems and anxiety and depression because I can be real about it to be real about it yeah yeah, because if I didn't during those past few years I don't know where I'd be in in mental health state I really don't like therapy and conversations has really helped me a lot yeah and that's what this song is and to also Mm. just you know to say as well that like I was disappointed and that didn't work out for me to kind of like pick yourself up from something like that it's like because so many people especially like you know the insta-sham generation it's all like people making their life seem like it's fabulous and and it's not like that's not real life exactly so it's important it's so important especially for younger people like you know like the other generations because we're we're actually from all the same generation so we're I think a bit more realer or something about mm-hmm. it or we can maybe take it a bit more yeah I think younger yeah. people sometimes are a little bit softer or a bit more sensitive well it's just this instant gratitude that we have to get mm. from online yeah. like just constantly mm-hmm. so we talk about self-worth in an album or whatever like they have their <coughs> going to school they have a picture they have this and if they're getting like negative comments yeah. like what it does to the psyche is just right. nuts. They're, they're traumatizing ourselves. Yeah. And even I saw it, like I forgot all about it over the weekend, like the negative comments that I was getting yeah. um, from different things. And I was like, okay, I have to kind of remember what the lessons right. I've learned yeah. over the past 10 and years that this isn't real. read them because exactly. it, it, it isn't real at all. Yeah. Like it's somebody it's, sitting behind their computer. And yeah. also sometimes, so even when you do read them, it's, it's also just about kind of going, you know, that's your shit. Yeah. It's not my mm-hmm. shit. It's, it's, re- it's way easier said than done, but I think it's important to kind of almost train yourself to be able to see it yeah. mm-hmm. so that you're not going to crumble. Completely, you know? yeah. So it's important. Yeah. But it's all very exciting. Apart from all that now, yeah. you're, <laughs> but you're back and but you were saying, you, so you, you moved and you start writing for people and yeah. you were doing all this. So like, who, like, what were you what was going on there tell us a little bit about that that yeah, time yeah I mean I was pitching for loads of different artists did a lot of film and TV but how, so, so how does that work yeah. you know like so say you have a fab song mm-hmm. and you wanted to go to like it, does it just kind of go out into the ether like a bit like on Amazon or something like and someone goes oh yeah I like that or how does it like do people's management hear it or how does that work yeah so like a bit of a bit of all of that really so I I signed a different deal then mm-hmm. when I got it so like 2011 2012 a different publishing crew and then I kind of moved down to Nashville and I started doing their little circuit and going out to LA so what we would do is they say hey Adam Lambert needs a song for his next album why don't you Josh and Robert go in and see what you can do Oh wow! so we sit down we're like okay he did this on the last thing and okay maybe I would love to try something like this and then you just start playing with different sounds and different songs and different ideas and then you take that song and your publishing team pitches it to whoever and then they see if they take it mm-hmm. nine, oh, ti- nine yeah. times out of ten nobody takes anything okay. so you're left with this massive you must have so many songs shit ton oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when did I end yeah. up on Adam's album yeah right? I did, did some for Adam I did some for like different European artists too and like I've had like a good few uh 
recordings done and then they never come out but yeah and come here at the same time eurovision not to now put the shits up you obviously 180 million people Mm. watch eurovision yes so this is a massive platform and people who have entered it over the years have done really well out of it you know just to highlight their work people will obviously be looking at your back catalogue now as well and also (laughs) (laughs) and as a songwriter as well like it's gonna really put you out there because it's your own song too so how do you feel about performing in front of 180 million people i feel like easier about that than yeah. I did about the you I know, think, smaller I think, shows. You know yeah, how it is. I think right. the I think you'll get such a buzz. I think you'll yeah. I think you'll actually probably just excel. You know when the yeah. adrenaline hits you. I uh-huh. think you'll be. I yeah. think she'll be flying. Like, I'm excited. I'm so excited to see it. And I'm so excited because we screen it in the George like every year, <gasps> and we do like the semi final on the Tuesday yeah. and the Thursday. Do you know? Well, like when will you find out what way that's going to work? I'd say it's the Tuesday because it's yeah, the first one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's in the first. Oh, one. Amazing. So she's that, on the twelfth of May. So then, like fingers crossed, like we get through, and then the Saturday. I was like the George would be literally right they'd be screaming behind you so I'll be sending you videos of the George like (laughs) have you any uh, surprises in store of how you're going to stage it or obviously you can't tell us no I can't or I'll be murdered (laughs) have you lots of your sleeve Um, lots of talk or ideas yeah like it's really starting to um, take shape now like the colours and everything but I know I really can't say anything or this is pop baby will I know Philly will be down but look it's going to be spectacular like yeah, the uh-huh. song is like say at a 10 the elevation that he's going to take it to and Philip the choreographer too yeah, yeah. of where we're going to go on we the night Philip. it's going to be it will be huge and much yeah. bigger than what people have are thinking just from the performances over the weekend oh I'm so excited yeah, yeah. Um, have you a favourite pre- previous Irish winner uh, I mean it goes back and forth um, I think this week I'm back on to Johnny Okay. For whatever reason, yeah. <laughs> back into Johnny this weekend. The white suits. I mean, oh, you just yeah, you can't. Suits. I mean, I just might have to do a nod to Johnny yeah, with the yeah, white yeah. suit. Yeah. What about you? What's your favorite? Um, I think it's Neve Kavanagh in your eyes. But yeah, I honestly, I want to give a special shout out to Linda's song that didn't win, which was Terminal <laughs> Three. Flights on time. Right, 1984. Terminal Three. None of the flights we landed in with the Corona. Flights delayed. Flights cancelled. She came second. I feel she should have won that year. Yeah, I loved a bit of Why Me, I have to say. Yeah. And uh, also Johnny Logan wrote that. Yeah. yeah. So I feel like, and also the homie now is just like, I think it just gets, every, I just, it's just a big banger, like right. it's a classic yeah, it Irish really hit. Is. It's probably I'm, more uh, than the Irish anthem. And Jedward, <laughs> to be honest. No, Jedward did. some bangers. That lipstick yeah. song, I was so into that. I was totally behind that. Like again, pop Swedish writing, obviously yeah. Irish writers too, but like, uh-huh. um, like definitely straight down top 40, pop. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely! I love it. like lipstick was amazing, and what water was it waterfalls? Waterline, water waterline, that's yeah. it, waterline. Yeah. And what about who do you think was the worst? And we can just skip over just in the turkey, okay? Let's just like keep it moving. Oh, Let's what about do you remember Dervish? I quite liked Dervish. No. Well, it, there was a couple of years where, where the previous year, the type of song that won, mm. we kind of sensed something a little bit similar. Yeah. Which I like that this year it's like a it's Completely a different, different vein. Was there one year we didn't do it? Um, there's two years that we didn't. So oh, this is our 54th yeah. Um, year yeah. um, competing. But I've, I've I remember being really disappointed because there was something happened, or yeah. or we were I think we were annoyed with Europe, or something happened anyway. But we, there was, I remember. <laughs> Boo, yeah. You didn't vote for me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going home. They take it so personally. It's like, but it's it's just great crack. Um, That's mad fun, yeah. We missed it in 1983 and 2002. Well, I well. <laughs> but I think maybe 2002 was what. That's what, what yeah. Was that? That's the one I remember. I obviously don't remember 1983. Oh. No, of course not. I being born. <laughs> and no if that fact is does. wrong, it's blame Eurovision.tv, okay? If that fact is wrong. Uh, no, it's, it is a great buzz and everyone's super excited about the song and it's it's going to be, it'll definitely be fun. And I do think we're taking it to a new place. I really do. Oh, well, I hope so. I'm like, I'm a big Eurovision fan, so it's going to be epic. And can we, Leslie, tell us, you know, you were t- on the way in, we were talking about, Leslie does a podcast as well. Oh, okay. Because uh, all folks are pop music. Tell us a little bit about that now. Yeah, Ooh. it's a uh, pop kitchen, it's called. My f- uh, myself and my friend, Jeff Michael Johnson, we do it in my kitchen. Sorry, Shane. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's great acoustics in my kitchen for, for whatever reason. Um, so we do, we've, we started it like maybe last September because we found every time we sit down, we have drinks, we just start talking about how this was written and how that was written. So yeah. that's basically what all we do each week. We start to, we see what has just come out, top 40, yeah. and we just break it down, kind of bitch about all the songwriters and the producers and, but not in, in a nice <laughs> way. And do you have any kind of like artists that you would love to work with? Like if you, have, you could have your, like your dream team or your pick, like who would you love to get a song into? Yeah. Oh God, what would I love to do right now? Ellie Golding's really great. I'd done a, um, a song 
I wrote a song a couple of years ago and I played it with um, Dioro, this DJ mm. in the States and I performed at Coachella. Oh, wow. And um, it was, that was fucking epic. When Actually, when RT was like, so there's like a lot of people at this show and whatnot. I was like, well, I did Coachella and that was like, uh-huh. 20,000 people he was like, like he was a bit more I was like well I don't play the Eurovision every weekend like yeah. but there's no there's no similarities to that anyway so I did this song at Coachella and a lot of people were like oh that'd be deadly for Ellie Golding. Um, and I was like pitching and there was talks of her doing it so I would actually like to write with Ellie oh, she's cool, a great yeah. songwriter yeah and she's yeah. a lovely voice great voice yeah great and she's pop yeah, yeah she is yeah, and, yeah, but yeah. she can also do kind of like different things she can also do kind of like folky kind of soft as well yeah it's nice I yeah. love it I'm, no, a, I'm a fan of Ellie do you like Ellie? yeah I like Ellie mm. um, okay so before the first semi-final mm. how do people like support you how can how yeah. can they like make sure that people are voting Share do, we, do we need to call our cousins in different countries <laughs> yes actually call all the cousins we in get different the girls. <laughs> yeah, call them because that is really what will help for the actual um, the voting outside of the jury because obviously we can't vote for Ireland mm, uh-huh. so um, as much as we get behind yeah. it here there's nothing we can do other than keep streaming the song keep yeah. tweeting about it keep sharing it and the more plays we can get up even on Spotify the more it helps it gets into ex- people's ex- like if your exactly. ear into people's ear then it'll spread exactly. especially in the UK as well because the UK usually do support us a lot in Eurovision more yes. than we support them unfortunately <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well we, I don't we, know this year it's going to be weird with Brexit so I don't know what way that's going to work <laughs> <laughs> but we're there for you sisters I quite <laughs> like their song I heard their song it's yeah, pretty it's, good yeah it's James yeah. Newman yeah. yeah it's John Newman's brother oh, um, and it's, wow. you know that artist yeah, yeah. yeah it's his brother but don't he does a lot of, he does like a lot of top lining like myself and just pitches yeah. to other artists so I'll actually be going to the London pre-party show so that'll be a lot of fun so they, that they host I'd say your schedule's going to be jammed now like like from yeah. now it's going to fly along and there's always oh, yeah, will. and you know like the Europe the Eurovision fans like the hardcore like they're always having these events and yeah. you know like you'll be over there for like a good like is it a week or there's a week before two weeks before yeah. the actual show with all the rehearsals and everything but up up until that like the first the, there's the London pre-party one there's the Tel Aviv one the Amsterdam one and one in Madrid. Now that's if they all yeah. go ahead right. and we're not quarantined yeah, yeah, to yeah. Like, crossed, re- yeah. like record everything in RTE. But they're all booked, so hopefully we'll be doing all of those. Yeah, how exciting! Yeah. Oh, it's so it's good. exciting! Yeah. I'm also excited to see what all the guys wear to Eurovision yeah. this year because every year I see the outfits of them in the. Well, crowd. it's just always so outrageous, like oh. the, between the dancing grannies or the like the guy I remember from I think we served with the big ponytail. Like yes. I, lo- I love it. Like yeah, the more outrageous, yeah. the better. Yeah, and for it to be happening in the Netherlands of all places as well. Yeah. Do you yeah. know what I mean? They're on it, so it's. Ladies. <laughs> and that's where we won it 50 years ago we're at 50 oh, year oh, anniversary yeah. oh my god yeah because this is 50 year anniversary I know that yeah, I love that oh, I love a good statistic oh, yeah. you'll know all your facts and figures now by the end of this I have to I really do people yeah. are like messaging me like asking me what colour shoe did Brian have oh, on in 1990 I'm like who Wait, so you're what? also going to go into politics after this as well like that oh, 100% yeah. I definitely am no actually the goal after this is to kind of turn the podcast yeah. actually into more of a documentary where I go around to different countries and see how other people write songs that's oh, genius so that's the goal well, yeah. I, yeah. Find it, I find it fascinating just because it's a, it's a world like you know you see the finished product you see the artist on the stage singing the song but you, you don't know how it all just came to be mm-hmm. and there's so much work that goes into before so that happens Like, and, and it's fascinating because people don't know that right also one question I actually want to know what's, what's Max Martin actually like sound actually he really, he's very like straight down the middle like to the job and to mm-hmm. the point but he is sound okay. but it is when we're in the studio he's and working. we're on we are working because he's yeah. like a bit of a pop god like but you never yeah. really hear anything about him we wouldn't hear anything no. too bad about is he him very private that, that says a lot in itself though do yeah. you know what I mean yeah if nothing has come out he, so. he's a workhorse oh. like it's just and I was trying to you know get this across over the weekend too with any interviews is say you have you've got your great melody and you've got a great title each day that you go back into the studio is how do we top that how oh, do we okay. keep editing it to make it even more of a nursery rhyme more of a hook Mm. more of something where you're like well that's easy to write it's really hard to write something that sounds like it was easy to write but that's what a great song is Mm -hmm. it's just it's simple it's so true yeah Yeah. Mm. well we like a song with not too many lyrics because when we're learning them (laughs) to lip sync Jesus if there there was three different uh, like verses in it I'm like oh my god I can't like just give me two and then a little like two liner before the last chorus that's the outcutting of verses (laughs) I know so so, I hate songs with loads of lyrics in them too I can't remember anything the simpler the better I think absolutely. absolutely 
Um, did, I that was first of all, like last yeah. week, like best of luck and um, to to send you on your best way. I feel it's only right that Davina sings um, Donna and Joe's classic Eurovision <laughs> hit, Love, just to really give you that actually, little bit of. A I'm going to top it. I'm actually going to bring Donna and Joe in. Donna, Joe, <laughs> come in. <laughs> Please, uh, that would be brilliant. The icons, there. Is, icon. is this happening, Davina? Uh, Oh, they're on the way. Their lift is broken, so they're they're having you to start. You started off, then. You started off, <laughs> Victoria. I'm gonna hit you. <laughs> uh, here, best of luck. We're so excited to watch Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Thanks, Desi. Good yeah. luck in uh, Rotterdam. And that was Leslie Roy, Ireland's 2020 Eurovision uh, entry. Hopefully, she gets to represent us in 2021. So, I have a good feeling. Luck, I think we'll see her back, like for sure. Like I think she'll be back. Well, we definitely won't see the end of her. Or, uh, we won't see the back of her because she's super talented girl and super lovely. So wish her all the best. Woo! Up Ireland! Up Ireland! Now we're at our favourite time of the week. We're at Rodders of the Week. Oh God, there's so many at the moment. Jesus Christ. Okay. There's so many. Um, and of course, I've been like making my little list and checking it twice. Oh God, Santa Claus. Find out who's, Santa who's fucking naughty Claus. and nice. Um, uh, tell us, who's been rotting you, Victoria, this week? Oh God, okay. So like, I'm both loving it and rotted by it. So I don't want people to stop doing it, but it needs to be acknowledged. Jesus Christ, girl. I know we're all being told to stay indoors and I know we are, you know, the gays are not allowed to go and meet a lovely man or um, whatever. So the thirst is fucking real. But Mm -hmm. everyone who is doing their fucking workouts on stories on Instagram at the moment. I'm like, are you for real? Like demoing how to do a squat. I'm like, we know how to do a squat. And if we don't, it is on YouTube at the moment. So it's like all of a sudden, everyone has become a gym teacher and they need to to teach everyone how to do a squat. I'm like pointing their hole at the fucking camera. Now, I'm also approving of some of these people as well so i'm really a bit of a hypocrite (laughs) well actually speaking of that uh my good friend linda linda actually teaches pilates normally and she's out of work she can't teach her pilates and she was messaging me today and i actually am going to take up doing pilates online with linda (laughs) so if anyone wants to do pilates she's on instagram pilates with linda (laughs) well these are uh, not like teachers these are i know the one you're talking about like you're talking about the the like wannabe PTs. Not even wannabe. They just want to be shoving their holes at the cameras. Oh, thirsty gays. Thirsty gays. Now also, oh. like I'm having, I'm saying it, I'm having a go, but also all those thirsty gays, I don't want you to stop because I don't know what the fuck I'm going to talk about if you do. I don't know who I'm going to eye roll at if I'm not seeing anyone. So keep doing it, especially some of you because you're very, very pretty. Uh, but also fucking hell like people do know how to do a squat they really really do but they're shoving they're shoving their (laughs) holes in their fucking iPhone cameras being like and squat three two one leave it to the professionals they are doing Instagram stories the professional people as well yeah, but so we don't mind looking. If you have a nice ass, that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely not. I'll still be looking. Like no, no one's gotten an unfollow for like shoving their hole in my face on their Instagram story. Oh my gosh! Well, who's been rotting me this week? Uh, and they actually they rot me every week. This okay. is a, it's a regular rotter. If this is a regular rotter, this okay. is not a rotter of the rotter of the decade, the millennium. It's a it's a regular rotter. Okay, you'll agree with me on this one as well. It's people who are living the Instagram lifestyle. Okay, because you know, Tina like people... is on Skype at the moment that cut out for one second. So what is what did oh, you sorry. just say? Um, I, I said people that are living people that are living the Insta Sham lifestyle. Oh, Insta Sham, Insta Sham. Yeah, like now we're in the middle of a pandemic and people are dying, people are getting very sick, and they're still the fucking twats online with their turkey teeth and you know their posed photographs and like it's just. Oh, it's mind me. And also, I've seen some of these, you know, like, hi, guys, you know, these these people, not bloggers, these wannabe bloggers almost. Uh-huh. And saying things like, oh, I'm just self-isolating here with X, Y and Z. And you're like, you're supposed to be in your fucking house. Right. You're not supposed to be out. Like, clearly, you just can't stay fucking in for like a hot minute. And I heard this one guy say was like, oh, don't worry. I've been tested for Corona. I'm fine. There's a four or five day, maybe six day waiting list. Now you yeah. can't just go get tested. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You just didn't want your followers to realize that you're being fucking irresponsible and a totally, dickhead. Totally. And yeah, 
and you're, that's exactly what you are being. Oh, so, 100% right. Like, I, I spoke to my doctor yesterday because I was actually really sick last week and I was like, should I get tested? And she was like, honestly, there's a waiting list of at least four to five days. There's 40,000 people waiting to be tested. Mm-hmm. So no one's just strolling in off the street going, no, here, test me before I go bullshit. see my mom. Like, And, you know, there's been scandals and stuff happening over the last week that we've all seen. Like, you know, people just live in this bullshit lifestyle to kind of try and keep up with the Joneses. Yeah. That, aren't even in a race with you. Do you know, it's like, it's just a bit fucking pathetic in a situation that we're in. So yeah. they've been rotting me this week. Like, nobody's fucking tittering around. Like, we're all in this together, as they say in High School Musical, oh you know? Oh my God, I love so, that song. We're all in this together. <laughs> you just ruined it. You just fucking ruined it. <laughs> oh no, I made it for you. Yeah, so they've been rotting me. And also, I don't know if you've experienced this, like, you know, I like to have a little, like, a little bee um, rotter. Is this a, a, why is there always two rotters with you? Like, why is Because I have loads of things that rot me and grind me grapes. Okay, go on. Uh, but you'll probably agree with this. So you get lots of emails from paid advertising. Oh, every day. Like, would you, they want to get onto your Facebook page. So I was mailing this one back saying, yeah, I'd love that. And they were like, great. Uh, so if you could just give us your login details, blah, blah, blah. I was like, yeah, well, I actually can't give that to you right now, but I will take cash. And they were like, yeah, we can pay you 400 in cash. I said, right, okay. And they were like, we need your bank account details. I was like, no, no, I want cash. They were like, oh, we can send it to your Western Union. And I said, no, no, no. I need you to meet me on the GPO outside O'Connell <laughs> Street. This fellow was like, where? It's the GPO. I said, are you not in Dublin? He's like, oh, yes, I am. Uh, clearly a scammer. And so I just kept this fucking chat going for ages. Long story short, didn't get it. Won't get it. Doesn't oh, exist. Oh, my God. Scammer. Did he just stop replying after a while? Yeah, he just got sick of me because I started asking real weird questions. Like, so are you hairy or smooth? <laughs> Did you really ask that? <laughs> yeah. What are you wearing right now? <laughs> <laughs> if, if, you could, if you could take me on one dream date, what would it be? <laughs> <laughs> what would your dream date be? <laughs> well, someone that actually had the 400 euros for a start. <laughs> I mean, how many previous dates girls have you been on that don't even have fucking 50 quid, let alone Listen, like Listen, uh, most of my dates hadn't even got fucking bus fare to get to the date. <laughs> so <laughs> we leave it at that. I love that. Okay. So yeah, I'm getting up at least like two or three of those mails a day at the moment and I just delete them. Like, but it's always a different person as well. So it's not like I can block them. It's annoying. Like, yeah. So that's that's our Rodders of the Week, I suppose. <laughs> for are... this week. For this yeah. week. For this week. I mean, I'm surprised we have anyone at all because we haven't really left the house. So, Well, we're still managing to find people, ironically <laughs> enough. <laughs> I think that says a lot about us, to be honest. Oh, listen, come here. The mails that people are sending in, that lots of people are being rotted constantly. I think more, It's everyone's going to be so, so hypersensitive over the next couple of weeks. Oh, so. God. Be kind to each other. <laughs> or just don't and then tell us about it if you're rotten to yeah, each other. Actually, tell us. like Be the opposite. Um, yeah, so that concludes our Rogers of the Week. Woohoo! Okay, before we go, we're going to do one drag flashback. It's been a while since we've done one and I just think that people could do a little chuckle at home uh, to stop them from killing their siblings or their flatmates or whatever. Um, and you will get a good chuckle out of this one. So I don't know if you oh. remember... Uh, I decided to do a big clear out of my drag wardrobe and there was a certain few pieces that She means big clear out because it's a big wardrobe. (laughs) (laughs) And there was a certain few pieces that definitely needed to go. Like, I don't know if you remember, I had this houndstooth dress from the Holly Willoughby collection. Um, Oh my God, Holly Willoughby. Holly Willoughby. Yeah, it was, girl, describe describe the scent of that dress by the time it left. Putrid. <laughs> and you were always giving out to me anytime we wore it, like for like a little duet or like a group number. You'd be like, oh, girl, that is disgusting. Get that away from me. Raw sewage standing beside you on the stage. <laughs> she worked hard, that dress. She worked hard. So I thought, okay, it's time to like part with a few of these things because they were sequined and they just couldn't be cleaned properly. They just needed to go. Um, so at the time, the George had gotten like big bins out the back. I think everyone was doing a bit of a clear out. So I got all my costumes and I took them out of the dressing room and I put them in the bin out the back. Well, where they where they belong. <laughs> where they belong, exactly. Well, the next week I came in to watch a show. I was I wasn't working and there was a queen on stage wearing one of these sad dresses. <laughs> now, do you think this queen needs to remain nameless or should we share? No, name that queen. Name, name her? that queen. <laughs> name that queen. Okay. She does listen to the show. Uh, oh, even better. <laughs> right, and her drag name was Marie de Money. Marie, oh, Marie, 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 the money. <laughs> was I it not Marie? Well. 
No, it was Mari. Definitely okay. Mari. Mari the money. Okay. So, uh, sorry, I didn't even get her fucking name right. So there she is, standing on the stage like a fucking prize pig in one of the <gasps> costumes that I had just thrown out. No, I don't mean she was a pig. I just mean like, you know, she'd stolen one of my binned dresses. Well, just same one. costume, same pig. <laughs> <laughs> uh, actually, at the time, you were all being bitches as well, being like, oh, she's the image of you. Oh, oh she's she, the image. She was like, Actually, I'll share a photo. I will share a photo on the on the Instagram, and you can tell me if you think this is Victoria. Right. So anyway, she was there doing her little ones and twos on stage in one of my old costumes that I binned, and I was furious. Because, Actually, yeah, I think I have a video of her getting into the bin. Shut <laughs> up and getting my costumes out. I no, I don't know, but I I definitely have image of her at the bins. I will, I'll find that video in my vault yeah. and I will upload it. I will get the receipt for this story. To be honest, this is around the time that you and me weren't talking, so you might have encouraged. I definitely her. have the receipts. Did you get her in the bin? Did you send her into the bin and go? There's a few bits in there for you. No. Do you know what? I think I might have egged her on a little bit. <laughs> well, anyway, I was furious because I had taken out any of the nice bits that I wanted people to have. But there were certain things that I didn't want anyone to have because I was like, no, I've worn that for years. That that looks like me. So I put it in the bin. So then I saw her and I was like, I'm not going to say anything to her, but I'm going to come into the George tomorrow and I'm going to go through all of her bags and I'm going to take everything <gasps> she took from me and really put it in the bin this time. So I went oh through her gosh. whole drag. Like, I didn't give a fuck. I opened up all the bags, took out the dresses that she'd stolen from me out of the bin now and I took them back and this time I put them in another bin far away so no one could get them. Um, and she never said anything because she fucking knew she clearly knew <laughs> i was furious recycle reuse re- i know no right in, in thinking about now i was definitely not the sustainable queen that i wasn't into recycling but, but yeah she didn't she didn't get them again that's for sure well it was a different time it was a different time was it in what way sustainability wasn't on trend <laughs> it wasn't on trend exactly i would have gotten a great following back then if i had been the first queen to be sustainable but yeah so that's my little drag flashback marie de money or mary oscar the, oscar the grouch oscar the grouch <laughs> in the fucking bins imagine upside down in the bins taking out my dresses ah uh, listen she's back where she came from in the trash <laughs> <laughs> well mary uh, we know you listen so we we're gonna do a big shout out to you there now davina do you have a message for mary no. <laughs> In the words of Dolly uh, Grip, no. I love you, Mar- I love you, Mary. We miss you. You're a fucking gas bitch. I'll share your. Um, we used to call her Safari Mary. Oh, Safari uh, Mary, yeah. And I'll share that little video as well. Fucking love it. gas. Yeah. Love it. So that's our little drag flashback, and that kind of brings us to the end of our episode. We're super excited for our live one later on this evening. Yes, and we'll also be continuing to do some bonus little bite-sized episodes for our fourth 15-minute break, which will be coming out sporadically over yeah. the next couple of weeks. More so stay, stay tuned. Queens. We're going to check in on more of our sisters, making sure they're okay. Absolutely. Ma- mainly to make sure they're missing us. I want to know that they're all missing us terrible. Yeah, because I really miss them. All of them. <laughs> Lies. <laughs> Yeah, so do do stay. Uh, don't forget to send us in your excuses if you want to win some free tickets to our live podcast. If not this one, we'll give you tickets for the next one if you miss this one. Uh, all we need you to do is send in your best, funniest, juiciest excuses that you've used to get out of something and send it to you. You can even send it to us on uh, Facebook. You can DM us on Instagram or you can mail us at pettylittlethingspod at gmail.com. We really do want to hear from you. In voice clips are more encouraged. Absolutely. And that's it, Davina. It's time for you to abandon me and go back to your dog and leave me absolutely on my own well come here listen it was great chatting absolutely I'm getting used to this uh, home studio that I'm in <laughs> it feels a bit weird do you feel like normal doing it yet or no I feel like a real desperate YouTuber <laughs> oh my god <laughs> sitting on the floor crying <laughs> absolutely listen that's it guys thank you so much and remember stay, stay petty, petty. 5 years younger. In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking 5 years younger at 6 months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. 
For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hello, this is Danny Pellegrino, host of the Everything Iconic podcast, and I'm here to tell you all about Splash Refresher, because hydration is mandatory, but boring is not. Now, I love my water, but if I don't spice it up, I'm not going to finish what I took out of the fridge. That's why I love my Splash Refresher, which is flavorful, delicious, bright, hydrating, and zero calories. The wild berry flavor is my fave. No, wait. Is the pineapple mango flavor my fave? You know what? All five craveable Splash Refresher flavors are my fave because they're so delicious. So get hydrated and enjoy it with Splash Refresher. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.